1: This is Optimal Finance Daily, Episode 84 Credit Cards and College Kids, Part 1, by J Money of Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Finance Daily, the podcast that brings you the best content in personal finance five days a week. Your optimal life awaits. Now, here's your host, Dan Warren. Hey again and welcome to Optimal Finance Daily. I'm Dan, the guy who is slowly adjusting to life with two kids. And of course this is where I read to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. Today's post is part one of a two-parter from Jay Money of BudgetsAreSexy.com. And if you, by the way, have any ideas for content, blog posts you'd like to hear us read here on Optimal Finance Daily, let us know. Come visit OldPodcast.com and share your thoughts. And before we get into the first half of today's uh, two-parter, have you subscribed to this show yet? We've asked you before, but it only takes a second and goes a long way to help support this podcast because it helps us in the uh, rankings, the podcast rankings. Also, it shows that you like what you're hearing. So if you are listening and haven't yet subscribed, please do just take a moment and hit that subscribe button in the podcast app of your choice. And now let's get right to it. Let's hear from Jay Money as we start optimizing your life. Credit Cards and College Kids, Part 1 by J Money of BudgetsAreSexy.com For whatever reason, I've been doing a lot of interviews and case studies and spilling of my ideas and thoughts to others. And every time I keep thinking, man, this should be going on my site too. So just like we did with the How I Became a Full-Time Blogger post, I figured I'd release my latest thoughts on credit cards and college kids too. These questions come from my friend, Miss Lissy, and part of it was previously published at her university's paper, Wolfprint Online. If you want more brevity and or actual stats and whatnot, check her article out instead. For example, did you know that the average balance for students is at a record amount of $3,173 right now and that half of all undergrads have four or more credit cards? That's like one for every year you're actually legally allowed to have a credit card. Crazy. She also interviews a student, too, not just a crazy blogger like me. Here we go. Hope my opinion dump helps you. Question one. Do you think college students should worry about having a credit card, or is it fine if they don't have a credit card in college? I think that's a loaded question and one that's hard to answer without knowing specifically who we're talking about here. Some people are great at managing and even taking advantage of the perks credit cards offer to all of us, and others should never ever even touch plastic. It all depends on how good or not you are at avoiding temptation and behaving yourselves, kind of like beer in college. Some can party like no other and still get straight A's, and others just fail miserably when they get around the keg. But generally speaking, I think getting your first credit card while in college can be a good thing. It helps not only set up a credit report in your name to get you going later in life, but it also helps you learn to manage and deal with money in real life once you've stepped away from mom and dad. I got my very first one freshman year, well, co-signed anyway, and I was told very firmly that it was only to be used for emergencies or when they specifically told me I could use it to buy books or whatever. That definitely ingrained smart credit card use over time and ever since, I've been pretty good at paying it off in full every month. I use credit cards to pay for everything, to get the rewards and to budget more easily, but I always make sure to pay it off before getting stung, though I'm definitely no angel. Question two, what is the danger of credit card debt? Honestly, the mental anguish and stress it puts on you. Out of everyone I know still trying to pay off all their credit card debt, the one thing they all have in common is the frustration and anger of putting it off for so long and letting it build up. Having a 100 here or there is no big deal in the grand scheme of things, but when you keep adding to it and then pushing it off and saying you'll do it later when whatever happens only makes it worse mainly in your brain and obviously in your pockets as well. It really isn't worth risking it, so if you don't trust yourself to use it responsibly, walk away and just avoid it altogether. There are other ways to get money, like getting a job. Question three, what are your top five credit card tips for college students? Or you could look at it more broadly as they could relate to everyone, really. Hmm, probably a mixture of everything I just said. One, only get a credit card if you really believe you can handle the responsibility of them. Two, if you do apply and get qualified for one, it might take your parents co-signing for you, which means that if you mess up, they are held responsible. Use it first for only emergencies, which hopefully will be never. But it'll be safe to have and get you used to carrying one around, which you should do in case that emergency we're talking about occurs. Three, once you're comfortable with them, practice spending a little money here and there and then paying it off right away. You don't even have to wait until the bill comes. Just log on to the card's website and pay it right off. This will help establish credit and show that you can responsibly handle items you put on there every month. Four, hear that in tomorrow's episode.
0: Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com slash OFD for your extended 30-day
1: free trial. You just listened to part one of the post titled Credit Cards and College Kids by Money of com. If you've got any comments about the post or the author, please let us know by visiting oldpodcast.com and sharing your thoughts. And before we go, just a reminder, as I mentioned at the top of the show, that subscribing to Optimal Finance Daily is really easy to do, first of all, and second, a huge help to keeping this podcast alive going forward. So if you haven't done so already, please do subscribe in any podcast player, and you get bonus points if you subscribe someone else on their phone. And that does it for today. I'll catch you in Friday's show, where we'll wrap up today's post. So I'll see you there, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer.